Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. An Irish mum is in the top 1% of earners. This is on the site OnlyFans. And if you don't know about OnlyFans, um, it's where you can buy content, whether it's photos, videos, even watch live uh, streams. And it's all through a monthly subscription. Now, a lot of the content is porn, but you will have YouTubers and people who use um, fitness and, you know, various t- different types of personal training videos as well. But Megan O'Neill, who's also known as Sky Fox, is with us on the programme today because Megan is uh, an Irish mum that only joined OnlyFans earlier this year, but she's already in the top 1% on one of their top models. Megan, thanks for joining us on the show today. How did you get started on OnlyFans? Well, I was, come back to whenever I was 18, I was actually a glamour model. I switched straight from commercial to glamour when I turned 18. Then I had the kids and I decided to come away from it all and focus mainly and solely on the kids. Now I got them up and through motherhood, I'm sure a lot of mums listening will know that you do lose yourself through motherhood. Um, For me, my sexuality was such a big part of who I was that I felt completely lost. Now, I went on from that and then opened my own female-only gym. So I am a gym owner as well. But then through meditation and really finding who I was again, in a meditation like setting, I was saying to myself, what would you do if you didn't have to weigh the weight of the world's opinions? And I was really honest with myself. And I was like, I would go into porn or I would go back into glamour. Now, I haven't went to porn um, yet. That's kind of in the pipeline. I don't know if I'm ever going to go there or if I'm not. But... What I do at the minute is basically glamour modelling with a little bit of softcore porn. It's all solo stuff, so there's nobody else involved. But yeah, I made the decision to do it for me and it has paid off. Yeah, well, I mean, literally, like, just to explain to listeners, when I mentioned you're in the top 1% of earners on the site, how it works, Megan. So how that works is that's solely based off your earnings. So whenever I went onto the site, I quickly went to the top 10% and then within 10 days, I was in the top 2%. Now, I went into hospital for a stint, so that kind of dropped down to the top 3%. But that is solely based on your earnings. But it's not only monthly subscriptions that you get your earnings from. There is, you know, pay-per-view, there's custom videos. There's loads of, way on the, loads of ways on the site to make money. And yeah, I shot straight up to the 1% then whenever I get back into it after being in hospital for a stint. Um, I went straight to the top one percent, and I'm still there. So, so just the the, so the the actual fi- the model, the financial model side of it, it's a bit like Netflix, is it? Like you've a, if you're a member, you have a monthly subscription, but then yeah. you can separately pay for. Yes, you can buy videos. You can ask for custom stuff to be made, and you can obviously. For me, I set my price, and I do what I want to do. You know, there's no. It's very safe in the way that if you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it. You can just oh, absolutely You set decline. your own price if somebody contacts yeah, oh yeah. you. Yeah, you and set like, your what, own price. What, would we, what kind of money are we talking about? Well, in the newspaper recently, I, uh, I was on the Belfast Telegraph and it's around 10k a month. 10,000 sterling? What, sorry? But about 10,000 sterling a month? Sterling, yeah. In and around that. Some months it's not as high, some months it'll drop down. Yeah. You know, obviously it's what you put in is what you get out. So the more you're obviously involved in it, the higher it's going to be your income. It's like any business, any business at all. Do you describe it as kind of on-demand porn? Is that how you, is that a fair description? Well, it's, 
It depends. So on demand would obviously mean that you're there, you're ready to kind of go at any stage. I suppose there is that element of you can go in and subscribe at any point and you can also unsubscribe at any point and you get the videos and then you can ask for custom. But for me, I only have set times to work because obviously I have the kids, so it's not as on demand. I think the big difference from, you know, people will say, you know, why porn's free on the internet? Why would you go and pay the subscription? But I think the difference is you're taught to the girls or the men. You talk to the people on there so you can build rapport with your customers and stuff like that. So you're getting to directly talk to these people, whereas you might never get to talk to them anywhere else in another setting. So what kind of, like, what do people get for their money beyond pictures or, or photographs? Well, there's a lot of girls on it. Now, I don't do this uh, myself, but there's a lot of girls who will do girlfriend experiences. So you can actually go on and they'll set their price for the likes of I'll be your girlfriend for, you know, a few days or a week or whatever it is. You literally set the terms yourself to be your own boss. You're your own boss. You do what you want, what works for you. Um, I don't do the girlfriend experience because I am far too busy for that. It would kind of be the case of, <laughs> if it's our girlfriend, I'd be going, no, I don't have time to talk to you right now. <laughs> So well, like I an imaginary girlfriend it. for a week. <laughs> yes, yeah. That some, they never, that, that you never do. meet. Yes, yeah. the subscribers never meet. Yep, some girls will do that. What's the like? What would you know? Your more kind of common requests be, or what? Oh, I've got every sort of request under the sun. Most people just want you to use their name in the content you're making, and they just want you to kind of. Some people just want to speak to you. Some people want you to rate their <laughs> genitalia, if I can say that. You know, there's all sorts. Like, yeah. the world is filled with colourful people. But obviously so it's you not do just p- pictures, I suppose, when you say you were, you know, previously you worked as a glamour model. It's not yeah. just photographs. There's some soft porn, basically, in it. Yes. Uh-huh. Is, there anything yeah. you'd, is there anything you've refused by way of requests from Oh, yeah, of course. I, I refuse actually quite a lot because... One, I don't have a lot of time, so mine is kind of what you see is what you get on the site. There are people that will ask for custom things, but if I can do it, I will. But yes, I have declined quite a lot of uh, graphic stuff and stuff that I'm just not into. So you decide yourself as the model, you know, uh, there's certain things that are just beyond. Oh, yeah. And you will get, obviously, you get it in every sort of business. People will try and push you to do what they want you to do but you have to stand your ground if you do not feel comfortable so I'll always say if it doesn't sit with your gut and you don't want to do it don't do it Do you ever meet the people? Absolutely not never But I imagine like Ireland's a small place It is Do you know she must be bound to bump into or recognise people Well you see the way it works on the site is that they're anonymous so I don't know who they are and they'll never come and tell me who they are Okay, so you, you've no idea who... I, I have but no sure, idea. They could be from the, you know, two or three of them could be from your I local town. my next door neighbour, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. Listen, they've all been in compromised positions, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bother you. You just have to, I suppose, put that no, to the... Yeah, it doesn't bother you at all. No. Um, is there... Like, do you find... what, what Like, you're only doing this since... February. February, yeah. Yeah. Um and look I can I'll be honest, I can under I can I can understand that the financial side of it is obviously um attractive, but you know, is there is there stigma around it, Megan? Is there stigma? Oh my goodness. There especially in a small place like Ireland where we all come from, 
a very Christian community where sex is very shameful and it's very, you know, we're very backward as a country. So the stigma around being an adult in the adult industry or being a sex worker of any kind is horrific. You know, a lot of us here have internalised misogyny and we don't even realise that the toxic patriarchy is huge here. So, you know, this idea that a female is out being very bold with her sexuality is massively shamed. I get a lot of hate and this is why I'm very, very... Like, a lot of girls will come to me for advice and I'm very honest with them. You know, I say you have to have tough, really, really tough skin. You have to be really resilient. And if you can't handle any of that, do not go into it. It's not the sort of industry for somebody with, you know, anxiety or anything like that. Somebody that's going to be really anxious about it or somebody that's going to be really, really upset if they get, you know, the nasty emails or the nasty comments online because people are extreme with what they want to say. Mm. And... Yeah, the stigma. I, I've I've seen a lot of stigma, and for me, I always say to myself, if you want to see the change, you have to be the change. You know, I have kids. I don't want them to grow up with this shame around sex. You know, I grew up. I'm I'm bringing my children up in a very sex positive household. Well, obviously it's age appropriate. Um, so we only discuss obviously too that their age level where we're at. But yeah, it's it's really to me it's very shocking as to why people are so upset over it because obviously we're all here because of sex everybody has sex you know it's very so you think it's to do it's to do with our it's our attitudes towards absolutely yes the stigma that you mentioned sorry megan is that is it always online like you're from a small town i mean is it you know is it do people say it to your face i mean what do they well people will not say to your face now i do have to say i've had more support a lot more support than I've ever had any hate. It's just that the hate is louder. So the hate, you know, people won't go on and write the comments of support, but they'll support you privately. And um, whenever they do stop me, and they, people will stop me in the street because people recognise me now. And I actually told my life story in a podcast. So people will come up and be like, oh my God, you know, I really enjoyed it and yeah. keep going. There's a lot of support. There's a lot more support than there is hate, but the hate is just louder and the hate is more aggressive and in your face than... Yeah, so people will not come up and stop you in the street and be nasty. Okay. At all. Um, it's just all online. It's all online. Mm-hmm. Which is, is just as bad. Like It's, it's you know. just as bad. You know, at the end of the day, there's been celebrities that have taken their own lives due to bullying online. Like mm-hmm. It's not a, it's disgusting. And I get a lot of it, but I always have done. Coming from obviously a very small town and then being a glamour model at 18, you know, that was unheard of. So I have had to deal with it. You're dealing with it a long time. Life. Yes, so I've grown yeah. very thick skin and I keep my kids completely offline to protect them from any of this sort of thing of bullying and not just because of what I do, but as a mum to keep them offline. I'm just like, no, I don't want people to know what they look like just in general because obviously the internet yeah. is such a scary place. Yeah, I was interested when you, you talked about that and your, your kids and, you know, bringing them up in a kind of a, um, I think you described it as a like sex positive, you know, environment mm-hmm. or household. Yeah. Um, do they know what you do? Well, they're only five and seven, so they're okay. quite young. They're young, they right, okay. Yeah, they are young. They don't understand the concept. Um, my daughter knows I'm a model, but that's as far as it goes. You know, my son is too young. He doesn't understand any of it. But when they get to the certain age, I will tell them because for me, you know, it's not a shameful thing to be involved in the industry. And people will all put the question to me and say, you know, what if your daughter or your son wants to go into it? And I'm sitting here going, we're here for a very, very short time. You know, I think everybody gets really caught up in this. We're never going to die thing. And it's like we are someday not going to be here. 
you know, in a hundred years, people aren't going to care that I was on OnlyFans. We are only here like death. Touched my family very closely. My brother was murdered. So for me, I've always got that at the forefront of my mind going, I'm here today, gone tomorrow. And if I don't live authentically to who I am and try to please everybody else, I've done the whole pleasing everybody else. And it left me depressed. I didn't want to be where I was in life. And I literally went, I'm going to do what I want to do. So if my kids came to me and said, I want to do X or Z, I would go, let's put this in place. I'm going to support you properly. Properly, We're going to look at all the areas. You know, it's not, you don't go into it well, I know it. You have to know where you're coming from. Mm. You have to know what to expect. And if you can deal with that, then absolutely go for it. But if you have any doubt in your mind for anybody, my kids or anybody else, do not do it. I will support my kids and no matter what they want to do. Do you, but do you have, you know, look, you know, you know yourself, Megan, how the world works and particularly kids (laughs) and like kids can be, you know, obviously they can be hurtful and like, Mm -hmm. do you, do you ever, do you have concerns at all possibly about, you know, young fellas in the playground coming up to your son in the net? You said, what, he's seven, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Five. Sorry, five, apologies, five in the net, you know, maybe when he's eight or nine and, and you know, saying things to to him about like you know pictures of you or you on the site or like does that? Obviously, that's crossed my mind. I'm a mother. Everything crosses my mind. I'm worried about my kids, no matter what I do, whether it's you know I'm I'm worried about bullying in every in general anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm a mum, and it would be very very silly for me to not expect that that's going to happen at some point. But the onus isn't on me to. The onus is on parents to make sure their kids don't bully. You know, I'm whatever happens with my kids, I'm going to deal with and I will deal with. And I know that I've got very, very hateful comments online. You know, people laugh and say, oh, well, your kids are going to top themselves and we can't wait. And it's like, oh, listen, that is disgusting to put that out there into the universe anyway. But the fact is, no matter why they're being bullied, I'm going to, like, whether it's something else, I'm going to be there mm. to support them and get them through it. You know, I was bullied throughout my life. Um, my parents weren't in the industry so it doesn't really matter what your parents do and I actually spoke to a doctor um, a doctor he has a GP and we sat and had this discussion he actually worked in mental health um, and he said out of all the thousands of children and adults he has worked with in mental health not one of them have came to him with issues because of what their parents career was you know whether they were into whatever they were into Mm. you know the way I see it is I'm not hurting anybody so as long as I'm not hurting anybody, there should be no shame around yeah. what I do. But I will deal with my kids. You know, one of the leading mental health issues in elder or older people is childhood poverty. You know, my kids aren't going to have to deal with that. And my kids are going to be brought up that it's not shameful. The issue isn't with us. The issue is with the people judging and bullying. Yeah. You know, I have to protect my kids in the way I will protect them. But I can't be policing other people's kids to yeah. not bully. No, no, fair like, point. That's a, that's, yeah. that's, that's a fair point. Can I ask you, just on a, more personally, Megan, for yourself, um, mm-hmm. how like how does it affect your, your own personal or private relationships? Or does it? Well, I have been single now since the breakdown of my last relationship, and that's four and a half years. But to be honest, I was actually in a, in a relationship very recently, and that ended for other reasons. Now, there was no issue around the OnlyFans subject. You know, he completely supported it. The way I see it is, when I had kids, there was this this stigma around single mums. People won't want single mums. And there was this shame around it. And there was this. And I just said, well, I don't care. Because whoever, if I have have kids, 
And whoever that's going to remove from my life wasn't meant to be in my life anyway. So if a man comes along and has an issue with the kids, well, you were never meant to be with me anyway. Mm. So this is another. So for me, this is another sort of filter. Filter out the men that can't deal with me anyway, because I am a very controversial, scandalous sort of personality. Like I am very out there. And if you can't deal with the OnlyFans thing, well, then you can't deal with me. So I don't want you in my life anyway. I am so happy on my own. There is no sort of feeling that I need to be with somebody. You know, I have my own routine and I am very, very content and happy. If somebody comes into my life, amazing. If not, amazing. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. But that's me. a that's a that's a deal breaker for you if they're if they're not Absolutely. happy with yeah, what you so do I'm, and exactly, yeah. And, OnlyFans. You know, obviously luck. I'm very I'm very spiritual. I'm very about the universe. And if the universe brings somebody to me that's meant to fit into my life, they will. But I am I'm not out here looking to settle down but they need to I don't feel that's the goal they need to accept Megan that you're going to say to them you know I've a request to do such and such a subscribe you know send a video or picture or um, well you see for me I don't need permission off anybody to do what I have to do you know whenever you go into a relationship you set the boundaries and work is work business is business whatever I do in my business is completely separate to my relationship so if they're going to have issues it's not even going to be a case of I want you in my li- I want you in my life. It would just be like, right, see you later, bye. You know, I don't I don't need somebody else. I'm completely whole on my own. I have really good relationships, I've really good family, really good friendships. You know, that romantic sort of aspect isn't something I'm looking for, isn't something I'm interested in. And it does take a certain person to deal with me. And if you can't deal with the only fans thing then That's that. not for me anyway. Yeah. Do you how long do you envisage you'll stay on OnlyFans? Well, it's not for life. Obviously, I am very business orientated. As I say, I have my own female-only gym in the north mm. here, and that's successful as well. So I have my finger in different pies. We should say, you know, I'm, I'm starting my own podcast very soon, and the OnlyFans is obviously a stepping stone to get where I need to be. It is what it is for now. I'm never. I'm not going to be here forever. You know, however, who, who knows what I'm going to go on and do next? Yeah. But for now, it's a massive step to set me up. Yeah, yeah financially. Well, it, as, I, as you up. said yourself earlier, as you know, with the financial side of it is is a, yeah. a lucrative element to it. Do you mm-hmm. set your own subscription monthly charges? Yep, you do, yeah. And like, what what are we talking about a month? Well, mine's is I think twelve ninety nine. Now it can rate. I think the the cheapest you can make, you can make it free, um, but then you have to pay for everything on the wall, or it's like three ninety nine, and then I think the most is forty nine ninety nine a month. Um, it's mine's at twelve ninety nine, and that's quite a, a decent number. Yeah, I was just interested in how it all worked, Megan. So great to chat to you on the program today. Thanks for your time, Megan O'Neill, or also known as Sky Fox. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.